The Snow Bear. Chapter 10. Reunited. By Holly Webb. I almost forgot. Had it only been a trick of the fading light, Sarah almost ran back to see, but something stopped her. It was better to keep going, and Peter was darting ahead of her. She hurried after the little bear. She couldn't risk losing him. To get to the lead, where Algonac thought Peter's mom might be, they had to walk through a maze of strange ice hills where the ice had been squashed up over the years until it looked like waves on the ocean. It was hard going, picking her way through the icy hummocks, hummocks, and Sarah's legs were aching. Peter's furry feet and sharp claws were built for scrambling over ice, and he kept bouncing along it in front of her, turning back every so often to run around behind and herd her along like a lost sheep. I know you want to see your mother soon. I'm sure we'll find her soon, Sarah muttered, stopping to rest for a minute. I hope so anyway, she added, glancing anxiously at the sky. It was getting dark, the low sun striking the ice formations and turning them into glowing pink, a glowing pink. It was beautiful, but scary. What if they had to spend a night out here on the ice? They could try to find their way back to the igloo, but they'd already been walking for a while, and it would be fully dark before they got back, if the snow house was even still there. She shivered suddenly as an eerie howl echoed around the snowy hills. The wolves are back. Peter slunk close to her, pressing anxiously against her legs. I should have asked Algonac for a bow and arrows, Sarah thought, biting her lip. She wasn't sure how far they were from the lead. Algonac had said it was an hour's walk. It felt like they'd been walking for longer. Maybe they were close. It would be so unfair if the wolves drove them off course again. Maybe she could throw a stone, except there weren't any. A chunk of ice? She searched frantically around her feet, trying to find something, anything she could use as a weapon. Then a low, threatening growl made her stop, her breath catching in her throat. Is that the wolves? Were they closer? She stood up slowly, trying to push Peter behind her. Maybe the wolves would be so surprised to see a human they'd run off, especially if she shouted. She couldn't let them hurt the little bear. But then Peter darted forward, making excited little squeaky noises, and Sarah gulped. An enormous polar bear was running towards them so fast she was swinging from side to side. Sarah felt her eyes fill with joyful tears, and she rubbed an icy mitten across her face to brush them away before they froze. They had found her. The huge white bear was Peter's mother. It had to be, from the way he was leaping joyfully around her. The big bear sniffed him carefully all over, making sure he was all right. Then she nuzzled him lovingly, rubbing her huge head up and down, his soft fur again and again. At last she looked up, staring curiously at Sarah. She took a step towards her, and Sarah realized that the mother bear's paw prints in the snow made her look teeny enough teeny, even though she had her big boots on. Sarah had gotten used to thinking of polar bears as Peter's size, small and cuddly. This bear was taller on all fours than Sarah was standing up. The bear stood up on her hind legs to fight. She'd be a giant. Sarah swallowed. She wasn't sure if the bear knew what she'd been doing, that she'd been trying to help. What if Peter's mother thought she was dangerous? That 
Sarah was someone that Sarah was someone who might hurt her baby. She stood still, looking down at her small feet and trying not to seem scary. But the bear didn't come any closer. She nudged Peter firmly and turned around, heading back the way she'd come. Peter glanced back at Sarah and hesitated, but followed his mother. They set off across the snow, leaving Sarah all alone. She'd done it. She'd brought Peter back to his mother. Sarah tried to smile, but she felt too tired and too sad. She'd known the little bear for a day, but now that he was gone, she felt lost. She sank down slowly so that she was sitting in the snow. She knew she shouldn't. If she sat down, she'd get too cold. She had to keep moving. She had to find her way home now. She'd only sit for a little while. Tears ran slowly down her cheeks and she felt them freeze. A few snowflakes drifted gently past her. Then someone nudged her, a gentle push against her shoulder, and Sarah looked up slowly. They were back. Peter's mother was standing over her, so close Sarah could see her eyes, black and glinting and curious. She nudged Sarah again, shoving her so that she'd stand up. Sarah staggered to her feet obediently, and the bear seemed to be pleased. She crouched down in the snow, stretching her forepaws out in front of her, and pushed Sarah up against her side. Sarah looked worriedly at Peter, but did it? Did his mother want her to climb onto her back? Peter darted towards her and pushed the back of her knees. Sarah did as she was told. She clambered onto the huge back just behind the bear's shoulder. She'd ridden the pony before, but the bear was so big and so wide, it was like sitting on a couch, a warm, white, slightly smelly couch that moved. Sarah gave a squeak as the bear set off, gently swaying as she walked. Peter ran alongside, beside, ran along beside them, looking up Sarah up at Sarah happily and occasionally dancing off in front of his mother to snap at the snowflakes and scuffle around just like a little boy. Sarah stared around her. It was almost completely dark. A light snow was falling. The sky was scattered with stars and she smiled sadly, remembering the giant, the stars in Grandpa's yard and at home. How was she going to get back? She frowned a little, staring at the sky. A strange greenish-white band had appeared stretching across the stars and as she watched, it grew. The light stretched into a curtain that seemed to be hanging in the sky, rippling and shimmering. Purple streaks danced across it, and Sarah laughed in delight. The polar bear stopped, gazing up at the lights, and nuzzled her cub. The northern lights, Sarah whispered. Grandpa told me about them. I wish I could go back and tell him I've seen them, too. She leaned forward, resting her face against the polar bear's fur, and looked up at the lights, swirling and dancing through the sky. There were pictures in it now. Two bears, two, two bears, large and small. She laughed again quietly and stretched down one hand to rub Peter's head. Peter nuzzled, rubbed his muzzle against her hand lovingly and turned back to look at the pictures in the sky. Sarah reached out a hand towards the lights. Her mother's face, she was smiling. Sarah... A deep voice was calling her gently, and Sarah blinked, not sure where she was. A moment ago, she'd been lying on a lying pillowed against the thick, yellowish-white fur of a polar bear. She sat up a little, shaking her head and rubbing the fur under her fingers again, the fur lining of her grandpa's hooded coat. She was back, back with grandpa. She was safe. But it had, but it had been a dream then, she realized miserably. She hadn't saved Peter at all. She just woven it out of Grandpa's story and her own wish to be at home with her mother. It didn't mean I didn't mean to fall, let you fall asleep, Sarah Love, or Grandpa said gently. I was telling the story and remembering it was all 
it all seemed so real again, looking out at the snow. And when I glanced down, you drifted off. We'd better go back inside, get you into your bed. Sarah nodded, standing up and stretching out her fingers. Same old pink fleece gloves, not caribou fur mittens. She supposed they would have been hard to explain at school. She hefted her sleeping bag into her arms and the little packet of sandwiches and smiled down at Grandpa. I smiled sadly up at Grandpa. We never ate them. Never mind, I'll put them in the fridge. We might need them tomorrow, I think. Grandpa took the bag and nodded mysteriously, but Sarah wasn't listening. Grandpa, look, my snow bear's gone. He melted away. There was only a shapeless snow lump left behind. Sarah's eyes filled with tears. Somehow that made it even worse. She didn't even have a snow bear cub anymore. She sniffed and blinked the tears away, and the bright moonlight caught something sparkling in the snow outside the igloo. She reached down and picked up the two pieces of sea green sea glass that had been her little bear's eyes. They glowed gently with the soft green of the northern lights. She turned them over in her hand, eyes widening. They'd changed. The green glow wasn't just the moonlight on the glass. It was inside, she was sure. And the glass was different shape now. Both pieces were paw prints. A little paw and a huge, heavy paw. Soft triangles edged with ridges of edged with a ridge of claws. Sarah slid them into her pocket. Grandpa, can I keep the sea glass I used for his eyes? She asked, smiling to herself. Of course you can. I wonder why he melted so much faster than the rest of the snow. Granddad said thoughtfully as they walked towards the house. I don't think the roads will be clear until tomorrow morning. Sarah shook her head. Then she realized what Grandpa had said and whirled around, dropping her sleeping bag in the snow. The roads will be clear? Do you really think they will be? You can take me home? Grandpa picked it up and put an arm around her. I think I'd better. Your dad called my cell phone while you were asleep. You need to go home and meet your brother. And I want to spend Christmas with both of my grandchildren. His eyes twinkled. Mom had the baby already? Sarah gasped. Mm-hmm. And they named him Peter. Grandpa smiled at her as they hurried into the warmth of the house. Just like my polar bear, Sarah. I told you it was your dad's favorite story, too. He put down the sleeping bag and took hold of her hands. You would have loved him, Sarah, my little bear. I know it's silly, but I wish I could have. you could have met him. Sarah nodded and wrapped her arms around Grandpa's neck. I did, she whispered, very, very quietly. The end. Thank you for listening to The Snow Bear by Holly Webb, read by me, Kayla. Have a good day.